Well, hello, 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 everyone. It is me, June E. Victor, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Nothing More, Nothing Less. To start off, I want to go ahead and thank all of you listeners for tuning in every single week. Um, I see such a growth within my podcast, and I can only thank you guys. I see listeners in Japan. I see listeners in Germany, Canada, and of course the U.S. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in religiously every single week because the average amount of people has grown, and it it seems like I'm retaining some listeners. So thank you so much. And if if you haven't already, go ahead and follow me on um, Instagram at NMNL Podcast and on Facebook at Nothing More, Nothing Less. So on today's episode, I want to go ahead and talk about wedding planning difficulties. Now, I mentioned in my previous episode that me and Cozy attempted on planning a wedding for the end of the year, and obviously it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because of COVID, and we started the planning process but once COVID hit, we didn't want to take a chance. Um, it's so many uncertainties, and since money is involved, we didn't want to force it. So we're postponing that. So right now, we're not doing any wedding um, planning because I feel that if we start the wedding planning process, then it's going to give us more of a headache because we're unsure what's going to happen in the future as far as COVID if we're gonna have the amount of people that we want to at the venue, because listen, I want my wedding to be lit. Me and Cozy, we are we are some fun people, and if we have a wedding with five to twenty people, I don't I don't want that. I want it to be an experience, and um, that's just what it is. And if my our vision are <laughs> our vision doesn't come to pass, then I don't want to go ahead and and do something that's half ASS so right now we're just gonna postpone and hope for the best but during the beginning stages of wedding planning I was in search of groups who would like situations so who are looking for budget-friendly ideas who are um, most times I look for African-American weddings, did so, you know, stuff like that. So I was looking for a group with those characteristics. And so I subscribed to two groups, one with just a normal tag. And the other one was more focused on um, black weddings, just so that I can have a wide range. Because, you know, whenever you're trying to look for something pertaining um to something specific you have to put that tag within your search engine because if you just type weddings it you probably won't be able to um relate if you are african-american but anywho so i subscribe to two different type of um wedding groups and for the sake of this video i'm just gonna merge them into one and rename it to something completely different just to respect the privacy of these ladies because sometimes they're on here venting about situations um, that they just want someone to talk to and they feel the confidence within the group and the ladies who are also within that group. So 
obviously I don't want to taint that. I'm not gonna, you know, spill the tea, say the names. I'm not doing all that. But um, so for the sake of this episode, I'm just gonna call it Bride on a Budget. There may or may not be a group called Bride on a Budget, but that's what I'm na- naming it. And I'm not in any group called Bride on a Budget. But anyway, some of these stories that I found on 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 the group is extremely interesting and some I can and can't relate to but I want to talk about it so the main reason for these groups is a safe space sometimes they talk about things as little as songs to walk down the aisle wedding hacks or even like asking the group which picture looks the best for my save the dates um but also i think in my humblest of opinions it is a place for those brides to become bridezillas about everything um if they have issues with their mother-in-law their sister their cousin the guest or whatever they are they putting they letting it all out on this site and sometimes all I could do is really grab the popcorn and just watch the, the comment section. Because obviously right now I have nothing to plan, but I'm in a group. So I might as well just, you know, you know, sometimes I, you know, just grab my wine and um, read some of this tea. So, <laughs> okay. So one of the most talked about subjects um, or areas of concern within the group that I'm in or the groups that I'm in is bridesmaids. Now I've been a bridesmaid, um, a bridesmaid about, I think four times. I think it was about four times. And I can agree that I was one of those bridesmaids that would give the bride like an anxiety attack. But like, But because they know me, like, I'm not going to embarrass anyone. I'm going to be on time. I'm going to have my dress. I'm going to look bomb. Everything that you need me to do. But the process or the time that it takes for me to get it, I'm like a little bit of a procrastinator. So, like, I would, okay, so, (laughs) like, I would buy my dress. And it won't be last minute where the next week is the wedding. But I would buy my dress at the last possible moment that is acceptable. So, uh, 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 like, and on average, like, if there's five bridesmaids, I would be the dead last one to buy my dress. I don't know why. And, like, (laughs) but I'm going to get it done. And... I'm going to be the most supportive. I'm going to respond in those text messages, all of that. But when it comes to like purchasing items and, and getting my hair done the way it needs to be, like I already know what's going to happen. I already have like the steps and whatever I need to do. So if you already told me, hey, I need you to get everything done by September 1st. I need you to find um, your hairstyle by that date. I need you to find your shoes by that date. I need you to find the dress by that date. I need you to find this, then a third. And you're telling me January 1st, then 
and the wedding is let's say september so october let's say the wedding is in november you want everything done purchased whatever by september 1st then i'm gonna start planning probably in august <laughs> i'm gonna plan everything in august and then probably the week or week and a half before september 1st everything will be purchased and it will be here on time and ready to go but you know it still would give the bride an anxiety attack but um it'll be enough time for me to um get my stuff together you know and I think my sister may feel a little bit differently about me buying the, the bridesmaid dress on time. But, I mean, she's not on this episode, so I'm just going to go with what I said. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, can, I, can, I completely understand what the brides are going through because I've been one of those bridesmaids that wasn't very timely when it came to purchasing but again i will never embarrass anybody i'm very supportive and i'm responding and i'm doing the most but it's just the way i organize my time is differently than what the bride would organize her time but it's gonna get done so that leads me to the um the first point is the bridesmaid so I saw within the group that some of the bridesmaids completely ignore the updates in the group chat, haven't responded in the group chat, seems like there's no interest, haven't bought anything, like, and especially right now during COVID, this is the time where if you are planning a wedding it everything needs to be on point like there can't be any separation and understanding during this time frame because there's already so many other hiccups that the bride and the groom is going through that you need to be the most supportive friend out there me buying my dress at the last moment wouldn't fly during covid because the time that it takes for the dresses and everything to be shipping during this time is a lot different than um than before so one of the messages from one of um from the brides in the group so she has one maid of honor and one bridesmaid and it seems like every single time that she has a task and a time frame for that bridesmaid and the maid of honor to do something the bridesmaid is always short doesn't have the money for it doesn't want to do it uninterested not responding to the text messages and she, I, I'm assuming that she's not going to have her in the wedding. So in this situation here, the husband has, the future husband has all of his groomsmen and he's telling her, um, his future wife that, yo, my groomsmen is going to be joking down the aisle. So you got to get your stuff together. And she has no bridesmaids. So my thing is... <laughs> I'm sure she started off with bridesmaids. Where the heck did they go? And how much of a friend are these people to her? You know what I mean? Like sometimes I feel like people just select individuals that hasn't supported them in the past. And just because you're a, a friend of theirs, you, you automatically are in the running to, to become a bridesmaid. And unfortunately, 
when that happens, the bridesmaid or, or the matron, the matron, whoever it is, if they're not for you and they haven't been with you for a while or supported you for a very long time, they're going to notice that it is a little, it's difficult to be a bridesmaid because you have actual tasks that you need to complete. You have money that you have to invest in within the bride. And if you can't do that stuff, or if you don't care enough about the bride to do those things, then you may not be as interested as becoming a bridesmaid. So there's this other situation, um, and I want to speak on it, that the bridesmaid, I mean, that the, the um, fiance, the future husband, had eight guys in his party. And the um, future wife only had about three people in the party, which includes family members or whatever she's getting a little bit anxious because the wedding is coming and it's uneven and so she's asking the group would it be weird to just have the eight men and the three girls go down the altar now in my humbleness of opinion and what i've learned recently is who cares I know that we want to make sure that the wedding looks as beautiful as possible. Everything is even, but you don't have to have a traditional wedding where you have 12 groomsmen, 12, bride, 12 bridesmaids, everyone's coming that it's too much. Like you don't have to have all that happening. And I mean, I haven't had a wedding. I haven't planned my wedding yet, but before I only wanted three people three four people on my on my side and four people on the groom side but if cozy decides that he wants eight men and i have my four um women on my side then that's okay that's a-okay because we can make it work we can make it work i think we put so much stress and emphasis on what people may think once they see that you know it's uneven, but no one's really thinking about that. And if they are, they shouldn't be at your wedding judging you. I mean, that's my humblest of opinions, but it is what it is. Okay, so the next point I had to speak on is bringing kids to a wedding. Now, I remember my sister, but I think in both of the weddings, my sister's wedding and in my brother's wedding. I believe both of the weddings were adult only weddings. I think so. I believe so. But I specifically remember my sister's, um, she was on the Lubrasperm episode, um, Keisha. So I, I specifically remembered that she, she super organized. My sister-in-law as well, super organized. She was on the Karen episode, but, um, my sister Keisha, super organized with the um with everything and the amount of people that was on the list is the amount of people you cannot change you cannot move you cannot add you cannot it, it was just what it was and she also had a wedding where it was just adults only but we find that with those type of weddings it's almost like a catch-22 because you want to make sure that the people who you invite are very comfortable and if they don't have a babysitter, they would want to bring their child. But again, you don't have the space for it because if you have a, a family of, of five 
and you just want the husband and the wife to come, those are three extra shit seats. And that's a whole table almost, or half a table, depending on how big your table is. So if you wanted to have just a, a smaller, intimate wedding of 50 people, but each of these couples have a family of um, three additional, then how many additional you know people would be at your wedding? That number changes from 50 to 75 in a, in a quick second. You know what I mean? And we have to remember that some of these brides um, um, bride and grooms are paying for these weddings out of pocket and they become very expensive. The minimum per plate sometimes is $50 and then it could be more like 110 per plate and depending if it's an open bar or a closed bar. So you sit here and, and then some people don't even bring gifts. But if you do and you bring money, you give money, let's say if you, you have a family of five people, but you give what a hundred dollars at the wedding, that doesn't even, you know, cover the, the five seats. <laughs> so yeah, we don't want to look at it in that, in that way, but this marriage, we're trying to, we're trying to bring, we're trying to make sure that the, um, the bride and the groom are they're set we don't want them to be in complete debt after the wedding so please keep that into consideration because listen weddings are not cheap and if you come to a wedding you better bring a gift and a gift means money and the money means like a hundred dollars per person so if you have a family of five you need to give them five hundred dollars because <laughs> that is expensive okay so that's that on that um another point that i saw was in regards to COVID. now this is one of the biggest reasons why i did not want to plan my wedding for 2020 anymore it's uncertain what's gonna happen so me working in it me working in the hospitality industry i see changes daily as far as what can and cannot happen in venues or in um, just hospitality altogether. Let's even think about restaurants. First, one day you can go ahead and order inside. Um, uh, now you can sit outside to eat. Now you can't sit outside to eat. You gotta take it out. Like bars, you can't, you can't serve in Miami anyway, but you can't serve alcohol at a bar, but you know, if you order food, you can get alcohol to go, to go, what you can drink to go. Like people are giving alcohol to go nowadays. Isn't it illegal to have open containers outside? So there's just so many different things that's going on. You know what I mean? So for me, I know that as working in hospitality, so I want to steer away from any last minute changes. So in this certain, um, situation, um, in this situation, which is very devastating to the, to the, to the people who are getting married, but their wedding is how many, like in two months and they already signed the papers to a venue and they took COVID into consideration. The venue holds up to 600, 700 people, right? 
So this venue is huge. It is big. So they have a guest list of only like 140 or 150 people, which is a lot. But for the venue and for social distancing, it makes sense in your head. Hey, yeah, I can do 150 people in here because this seats 600 people. We spaced out the tables and all that stuff. Okay, cool. No, because the venue caught them saying now their limit is only 50 people. And with COVID, it's not like it's the venue's fault. It's the regulations. And one day at my hotel, we were able to have the meeting room available for 10 people and now they close it all together. So that's one day versus the next day. So you can't really blame the venue. Number one, you have to take that 150 or 140 guest list that you have already shortened to that amount and take another 100 out of that guest list, including the kids that, <laughs> I'm so sorry, that you didn't invite to begin with. So they have to find babysitters or whatever. So now it's 50 people. Now you got to figure out what you're going to do about the signed contract for the catered food, which I doubt they give you their, the, money, the money back because they're going through tough times as it is. Um, you have a venue that holds 600 people and you're just going to have 50 people in it. You might as well have rented, rented an Airbnb and did it in the backyard. You know what I mean? It's just so many things that go into it. And I know that she's completely devastated and she didn't want her wedding to look like this. It's so sad. Like all of this is so devastating and so sad. I wouldn't know how to take that. But anyway, so now, um, another, <laughs> oh, it's not funny. It's really not funny. Another thing to mention within the group, like literally, it's a lot of tea in there and I feel like if okay the reason why I'm laughing in some of these points is if it was a movie this stuff would be like gold like if you need to write a script find a group and just read through those <laughs> read through because you'll find some gold within those groups and you can make it into a movie now because this is real life it is not funny at all I don't find it funny but if it was a movie it would be funny but anyway just wanted to put the disclaimer because I am not heartless so another point that I saw was the mother-in-law there was no excitement by the mother-in-law and um she said she's I, I'm assuming that she was supposed to buy the dress for the the mother-in-law and um it was too expensive so I guess they they steered away from purchasing that dress and so every single time that they go out to purchase and try to look for another dress for the mother-in-law like she is uninterested she's like nope mm -mm, nothing is coming out of her and she also wrote like in here that she said that the mother-in-law said i don't know why you keep making appointments i'm not buying anything now Plus, I'm going to be way smaller by the wedding. And I'm not going to be able to find anything in this color. Now, some of these points make sense, but it's not. Because the thing is, if the mother-in-law is not engaged, 
and what's going on, it makes you feel like crap. Like, it makes you feel really bad because you want to be able to be, like, have your mother-in-law as a second mother and, or maybe your main mother if, if some, if your mom isn't here. And, and it sucks that you start off the marriage, the union, with not being completely on the same page with the family. So that becomes very, very difficult. Um, so I can see why the bride is annoyed in this situation. And then the last one that I have here is that, <laughs> this is a funny one, the mother-in-law keep inviting people to the wedding. <laughs> oh no. So the mother keeps inviting, the mother-in-law keeps inviting people to the wedding, does not tell her son, and like it's pissing the bride off because again let's go back to COVID let's go back to the amount of people you can invite in any venue or in some venues the amount of food that you have to purchase all this stuff like I understand more than ever now that I saw so many different weddings what goes into a wedding like everything needs to be organized to a T and it's already so difficult to cut your your guest list sometimes you want people to be to to witness the union but you gotta cut them because especially now more than ever you can't have the amount of people in, in the in the um guest list that you would like to be because of what's going on so right now it's like literally the immediate family and sometimes some of your friends won't be able to come you're gonna lose you may lose a lot of friends a lot of family due to cutting them out of a wedding and what i find is that people take it way too it is serious but way too serious as far as who is able to come who is not during this time we need to be the most understanding and or courthouse <laughs> courthouse is the way to go i did it um Thank goodness me and Cozy uh, got married by courthouse because now we're not really, you know, pushing or eager to have the big wedding since we're already married. And now I, I, I'm not sure how we're going to do it, but at least we don't have to, to, I'm happy we didn't put a deposit down on any venue. I'm happy. We, we got out at the mo the best moment. So so go ahead and again, follow me on IG at NMNL podcast and shoot me a DM. Let me know what you think. And also, if you want to also follow me on Facebook at nothing more, nothing less, you can do it that way too. So thank you guys for listening to me ranting. Well, not even ranting, just mentioning some of these crazy stories that I see on um, this basically wedding support group. I mean, it's needed. There's a lot of good information on there. They talk about where to find veils or if they're selling their stuff, their items, they can, you know, ship it out to you or, you know, wedding venues or what, what's going on in your city. Like they give so many in, so much information that is very helpful for people who are planning their weddings. But I just cannot negate the fact that there's so many funny things out there <laughs> within um, within those groups. So anyway, thank you guys for listening and please tell a friend. 
Bye.